So the idea of that is throughout my little brief talk, I'm going to, uh, amongst my talk, there'll be these words. Once you hear these words, you can cross them off, okay? Excellent. Didn't Carly do well? It's, it's, a, it's a bizarre thing coming to do this, you know, to baptism. And it takes real courage to do it. Oh, sorry about this, hold on. That's embarrassing, I was about to tell everyone to turn their phones off. Oh, actually, I might need to get this. Sorry. Excuse me, everyone. Um, sorry. No. Um, no, I, no, it's not convenient now. I'll talk uh, maybe later. Yeah, just in the middle of something. Okay. All right. Yeah, bye-bye. Anyway, if everyone could turn their phones off, <laughs> that would be really good, yeah? Because it's embarrassing. <laughs> All right, okay. That's thrown me a bit, hasn't it? Okay, so just like that call, we get offered things. That was a PPI call. I'm sure you've all had a PPI call. They, they come all the time, don't they? Saying you get a claim. And uh, we can get lots of things offered to us for free, like free gifts, like PPI claims. And I just want to assure you, I'm going to offer you something, a free gift. But it's not free. But I want to just help you not to shut down immediately. I don't know about you. When I get these PPI calls, I shut down immediately. I don't even listen to them. I just want to encourage you just to open your hearts and your ears to listen. Don't, I'm sure many of you are here just because Carly's getting baptized. And you kind of thought to yourself, I'll come for the baptism. I'll show, you know, I'll do my bit. But if you're going to make me talk to Christians or even listen to Christians, that's a step too far. Well, please, bear with us just for a few minutes. Um, that's okay if you want to shut down, if you want to play on your phone. But the trouble is, we believe we've got an incredible, incredible gift to share with you. Actually, can I have a little volunteer? Can one of your children come forward? Just need to have a little word. Okay. That's for you, okay? But I don't want you to tell anyone about it. You hide it. No, no you're not allowed to eat it or anything. You just hide it. You just got to hide it. Yeah, you hide it. Okay. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> okay. No one saw what was going on there. No, don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. Okay. I just gave him a little gift. And I bet he wants to tell his sister what he's just got. And that's a small little egg. And it's with us. We have received the most inexpressible, unbelievable gift. And we have to share it with people. We have to share it with you. And that is why we're here. And that is why Carly publicly gets dunked in a birthing pool in front of everyone in a rather embarrassing way because she is identifying and almost saying thank you for this inexpressible gift of Jesus in her life. And so, 
this gift, I won't be able to kind of explain the fullness of it this morning in this short talk, but it, it's the gift of forgiveness, the gift of new life, the gift of God. And it's wonderful on this Easter Sunday that we're having a baptism because actually this baptism is a symbol of what happened on the cross. This, this is like Jesus died on the crucifixion and then he rose again to new life. And that's what's happened. This is what's happened this morning. It's already happened in Carly's life, but it's, it's her identifying with Jesus' death on the cross. And so it's great that it's happening today. So hopefully through this event, you'll be able to grasp the significance of the cross and the significance of the symbolism of baptism and the cross. Okay? There's so much been won for you. There's, so much, there's such a massive gift being won for you through the cross. And I hope that I can just... So, how are we doing on the bingo? Has any, any words been um, ticked off yet? When you, oh, okay, when you get to the final word, I want the biggest, loudest bingo, okay? So, because there is a little prize for you, okay? So, as I said, I want to share some really good news with you. And I'm going to share this through reading uh, the account of Jesus' uh, baptism in Matthew. So, that should come up. On the screen, okay. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, with whom I am well pleased. So this baptism of Jesus, for want of a better word, was a bit of a dry run to the cross. This was, this was a practice run for the forthcoming cross. He didn't need to get baptized. He was completely perfect, completely holy, completely sinless. But it was him identifying with us as sinners in preparation for his real death on the cross. So through this event, I want to share just three things. And funnily enough, they all they start with the uh, letter PPI, just to help you. <laughs> the first one is presence. This is part of the gift that we receive. The second one is pleasure. And the third thing is identity. So presence. Let's look at the account. We can see how the Spirit of God, descending like a dove, came to rest on Jesus. Wow, what a picture. This beautiful picture of the divine presence of God settling, resting, dwelling on his Son. Carly's already shared how since becoming a Christian, she never felt alone. And it's already been prayed out as well. This is evidence of this Holy Spirit, this tangible, inexplainable 
presence of God that never leaves those who have accepted him. God pledges his permanent abiding presence to us. It's wonderful. Children, what sits on a parrot's shoulder? Shout it out. No, sorry. Oh, oh no. That's blown that one, hasn't it? Okay. What sits on... I've given you a clue. A pirate's shoulder. Hey, well done. Amazing. It's always there, isn't it? And I, just for the children and for us as well, this is like the dove of the Holy Spirit resting on you permanently, never moving. Sometimes talking to you in your ear. Now you might be thinking, what are the benefits of the presence of God to me? Well, immediately after Jesus was baptised, if you know the story, he went out into the wilderness and Satan tried to tempt him away from his purpose and mission. But he didn't give in. And for Carly, it's the same. She will find different temptations, different things which are going to try and take her away from enjoying the goodness of God. But the Holy Spirit is with her. Also, I just thought this morning, one other thing about the presence is the verse in the Psalms, in your presence is fullness of joy. There's fullness of joy in the presence of our Lord Jesus. So that's the first thing, presence. The second thing, the second P, pleasure. He said, didn't he, to his son, with whom I am well pleased. He was before his time, well pleased. It is true that the father always delighted in his son. But in this moment of Jesus' obedience, he wanted to declare from the heavens. He wanted to boom down and say, this is my son, who I'm well pleased. I was just considering, why did he do that in that moment? I think partly it's because he could see that him getting baptized was him being obedient to his mission. Because as I said, this was like the foretaste. This was the, the dry run of the cross. So he was well pleased that his son was being obedient and following. And the same the father is so pleased with Carly in her obedience of getting baptized. But the pleasure and acceptability to the father only comes through what Jesus did on the cross. So we're acceptable to God. Let me read some verses from Romans 5. It says this, Romans 5.1. By faith we have been made acceptable to God. And now, because of our Lord Jesus Christ, we live at peace with God. This is part of the gift, that we're now acceptable to God. Carly, in Christ you're acceptable, forgiven, a child of God, whom the Father delights in. Now, we're all dirty, and to be fair, we're not that acceptable on our own before God. We're full of sin. And now, there's nothing particularly special about this water. As far as I know, it's just Thames water. It's not holy water. It looks a bit dirty, actually. 
There's some dust sort of gathering on top. It's probably skin. Um, no, sorry. But no, there's nothing special about this. We could have um, left Carly in here a bit longer. We could have maybe given her a eye scrub up, well, exfoliating body scrub. We could have given her a, a Luther or something and, uh, you know, one of these. But to be honest, it wouldn't have cleansed her deep enough. This is just a symbol of what's already happened. The, the cleansing comes by one way only, and it's through repentance. It's by repenting, turning away from our old life 180 degrees and saying, I'm going to follow Jesus. And in that moment, he comes and forgives us. And then suddenly, we, there's this transference from Jesus to us. What he achieved on the cross is now ours. And our sins have been dealt with. There's no longer any judgment. And we are acceptable before Christ, before God. So, my third point, I identity so what did the father say he said this is my beloved son now if you hadn't noticed this is a just a birthing pool carly's probably quite familiar with these instruments or apparatus if you want to call it i i, I like the fact that it's a baptist a birthing pool because it signifies new life and obviously we have new life physical, physically, but what we're kind of signifying this morning is new life in Christ. You may have come across the phrase born again. This is what's been happened. This is what this represents, being born again. It's, it's, a, bit like, it's a bit like a watery grave. You go down, you die to your old self, and then you come up with new life, with a new identity in the Lord Jesus Christ. So identity, you have a gift of new life, a gift of sonship, of being a daughter of the king. Carly, by coming and getting baptized, has said, this is my new identity. She's really made a bold statement to everyone this morning that who her allegiance is with. If you like, she's nailed her colors to the mast or to the cross. She said, my allegiance is with Jesus. My identity is with Jesus through the cross. So in the same way that Jesus' baptism, his father chose to acknowledge his beloved son, the father acknowledges you too as his child. Romans eight fifteen says this, you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father, which is like Papa. It's just a really affectionate way of saying Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we might 
be also glorified with him. Now, it is possible that we can have a new identity, but not actually be able to receive the pleasure and the delight. Now, to explain this, I had an image that we could go up on the... Have the image up? We need the children to help. Now, I'm not going to give you any clues this time. Do any of the children know who this character is? think you're right it's snow white now the thing is with snow white what, what was snow white has anyone seen the film anyone know the story a princess you're right but the thing is was she enjoying the benefits her identity as a princess where did she end up did i hear you say in the woods i thought so she wasn't in the castle with her queen mother, the queen who was a mother and the king. She was just banished to the woods. So she had the identity, but she did not know the pleasure and delight of relationship. The wonderful thing about when we have a relationship, as we come and we receive our sonship or our daughtership as children of God, we get the pleasure too. He chose us to be his children. It wasn't the other way around. It's not like we're his children and so he must love us. No, he's adopted us. He loved us and said, actually, I want to adopt you and I want you to be my child. So there's already the delight in you. So... Okay, how are we doing for time? Okay, all right. Are you still with me? No one's nodding off. I can just, okay, good. Okay, children, what I want you to do is, you've been very good. I want you to just listen very carefully because I think something has come into the room and I need you to try and locate it and find out what it is. If you can sort of, I just need to be really quiet. Can any of the children, what, what, what's up? There's a bird. Did you see it? Oh. Well, keep looking. Let's have a keep. Come on, we've got to find this bird. It's, it's obviously left its home. Hold on. Did, did anyone see that? The bit of bunting just, work, just moves. No? Okay, it's not a real bird. <laughs> Last year, about this time, in the spring, um, me and my son built a bird box. And uh, we were very proud of it. We put bought it on the wall. And very quickly, some blue tits started nesting. They were very excited. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> okay, this is good. I saw, I saw who you are. I know where you are. Don't worry, okay? We'll come back to you in a minute. I'm just, we'll finish and we will get you all prizes, okay? Okay. Oh, that scared me. So, um, and then, and then and we, we heard the little chick, you know, 
singing from this box. And then one morning I came down and uh, we went to the back door and I could see what looked like the mummy and daddy little bird, blue tits, literally walking up and down our decking, looking down the, uh, the gaps in the decking. And the heads like this, and they're just making this noise. No joke, for about an hour they were doing this. They'd lost their little baby and they could not find it. They were pacing up and down for about an hour. And I don't know if it really happened, but for me, as I kept going out there, you wanted to try and help him, but you can't really. I wasn't going to dig up my decking, but <laughs> didn't want to help that much. Um, but um, but it, it sounded like the, 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 their, what are they, singing, talking, got uh, faster, more shrill, more, it, like, I'll try and do it for you. So it started like this. And then it started getting a bit. And it went on for it. And it, and it, start, it almost like started to sound sad. I don't think I can do that, but we're pushing it a little bit. But my point is, this is a serious bit. There's a cry from heaven. And there's a cry from heaven for you to come home. I believe it was its most shrill when the cross happened. When Jesus hung on the cross, that was the loudest, shrillest cry from the Father, from heaven to you to come home. So, how can we respond this morning? I mean, it's been a wonderful morning. I'm so thrilled that so many of you have come. I'm so thrilled with all the people that have helped yesterday for weeks with the band, with preparing the meal upstairs for making this room so beautiful. But the most important thing on this Easter Sunday is that you... Don't close your ears to the call of the Father. Don't miss it with all the chocolate and all the other messages. Hear the call of the Father to you. Now, there's lots of different things you can do. You can go on a course, maybe. You can go on a Christianity Explored course, which is just a really informal way of just asking any question you have. And we've got people on that course now. And uh, you don't have to do it at this church. You can find a church local to you. But if that really doesn't suit you, the whole idea of a course, you think, nah. If you'd prefer just to go to a pub and just talk with someone. I haven't asked anyone yet, but I'm sure I could get volunteers to come with you and just talk to you. That's not going to be a hard one to sell. Basically, I, I don't want there to be any barriers for you seeking out the Lord Jesus. Maybe for you, like Carly, you just need to speak out loud what you want. What gift would you like 
If you could ask God for any gift, what would it be? Like the Spice Girls said, tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Ask him. But maybe consider that that gift has already been given. And it's, there's something in what I've shared this morning that this gift that he wants you to receive, the gift of his presence, the gift of his pleasure, and the gift of his identity, the presence, abiding, resting presence of the Lord Jesus, pleasure, being acceptable, or knowing, like Carly said, that she's enough in Christ.